and welcome back to 90s noise this is ashley born 1988 i'm april born 1991 jingle all the way uh, uh, jingle bells jingle bells i don't know jingle all did the they even bells. play oh, that song they have a good point did they You've oh, probably man. seen this movie more than I have. This was literally the first time I have ever seen this Are movie. you serious? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. What? Why? How was it the first time? I mean, from that I know of, this is the first time I've ever seen this. Hmm. I, I don't know why. Interesting. I mean, I, I, I know why, but... I mean, maybe because it was more geared towards a male yeah, audience with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm be honest, I don't really like him. Like, I yeah. feel like the only thing I saw him in as a kid that was like cool was obviously the Terminator. But other than that, I I can't say that any of his movies I've ever been a fan of. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just this movie was very weird very 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 strange all right so for, if you, if you don't know if you haven't caught what we are referencing it is the 1996 movie christmas movie called jingle all the way starring arnold schwarzenegger and directed by brian levant levant never i'm I am horrendous at, we already have gone over this, I am horrendous at pronouncing names, who we spoke with uh, back earlier this year. This year, I know, it's crazy, it's been like a year now almost. Yeah, super, super great guy. Uh, He seemed to really have enjoyed this project. Like, I feel like talking to him about it, it seemed like he got a real thrill from working with this project and then being able to kind of develop that whole Turbo Man aspect of yeah. it. So, well, think... with it, with him and his love of toys, yeah, and he was just really wanting to help create one that flew off the shelf, and unfortunately, this just didn't stick with stick to fans like they hoped it would and it sucks like honestly for me personally this one I admit it I actually prefer this over grandmother's house they're so different April like it's comparing peas with carrots like they're just so freaking okay they're both vegetables (laughs) (laughs) that's true there you go (laughs) I mean honestly this this movie You've seen this it's, many times, right? I have, yeah. I This was one that... Do I remember if we watched it in theaters? I don't. But I saw it... I have seen it numerous times before the rewatch. Probably like once every other year or so. Mm-hmm. And it's... I think, like I was saying earlier, it's kind of probably because it is a little bit more male based mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and male focused yeah and of course we we've already established that my growing up a lot of my entertainment movies especially was focused more like what was more geared towards males 
yeah. as opposed to little girls. Yeah. No, that's kind of the vibe I got the movie. Like if you grew up with a brother or whatever, if you were even a boy yourself, like I feel like this is definitely a Christmas movie that you would have tuned into way more than to grandmother's house. I personally would probably putting these two together, which is kind of weird to put these two together. I would probably pick grandmother. Um, that's just more my vibe when it comes to Christmas movie. This one was, it was very like, I don't really know a good word for it. It was very like abrasive. It was, it just, it was like, everything was just like, ah, and I'm like, Oh my God. I mean, but when you think about it, though, I think I think they did a great freaking job showing the insanity that yeah, oh yeah, the Christmas in the nineties, in the eighties mm-hmm. and nineties, especially, yeah. really dealt with. With oh my gosh, there's this new toy out and. Can't find it anywhere, but it's the only damn thing that my kid wants for Christmas. And you know what's funny is this movie coming out right before Christmas of 96, this was, which we just talked about, was the when Tickle Me Elmo had been released. So that's what, that, like, this movie kind of predicted what was going to happen with that, which I liked the plot of the movie. I think that it had a really, like, a lot of really good aspects to it. Mm-hmm. I think my whole thing is is that what I was trying to imagine as I was watching the movie is who would I have enjoyed watching play Howard because it I, I'm sorry I don't if you're an Arnold fan out there I think he's just so very stiff and robotic and this wasn't the role for him mm-hmm. like he's great in Terminator he's great in those type of movies but this Christmassy like family type movie it just it didn't sit well and I think a lot of those um scenes and a lot of those lines just didn't hit the same as if like I was imagining if Tim Allen was in the role or Jim Carrey or someone that has Mm -hmm. very good comedic timing that it would have just been hilarious kind of doing that I could have yeah enjoyed watching this movie way more I think this was also around the time where he was trying to break away from the full-on action roles I think if I remember correctly um This was probably around the time of Kindergarten Cop also Mm -hmm. with him. And just that he was, he didn't really want to be stereotyped as just the action star, which unfortunately he just works a lot better as that. Some people do. Some people, some Mm -hmm. people can't do action worth a shit. Some people can't do comedy the best. I do see what you're saying with it, but it made it to where at the end when he's in the suit and everything, it just made it that kind of much more better for me personally was like, Mm -hmm. you're this, this guy who is this huge action star is donning now has been playing a dad this entire movie is now donning this costume and has no idea what the hell he's doing, like acting like not knowing how to fight and everything. I thought that was, that was great. Yeah. And that was a cool scene. I did like, he fit that scene very well. 
what I didn't like about it is the fact that his own son and wife didn't know it was him when he's standing like right in front of him. Like, come on, yeah. <laughs> you literally like he is so unique in his build and height and mm-hmm. his voice. Like, they're you, they're both just like until his mask comes. I'm like, how do you not pick up on who this is? Like, that's concerning. <laughs> it really is. So that and then. So there's a few things in this that was a little concerning. <laughs> also, the freaking, the whole next door neighbor. Yeah. Uh-huh. I forgot how, like, how strong he was trying to come on and everything to her. And all the other women are just fawning over uh-huh. him. And, of course, he only wants her. He only has eyes for her. And, oh, yeah, that was creepy. That definitely wouldn't have worked very well today, like building a movie around that type of character. Like, I understand where they're coming from. And like, you can definitely, they definitely still do that. But it's Mm -hmm. just the way, like, especially in that car scene, just the way that he, I was like, dude, like, how are you picking up any type of signal from her? Like, she's freaking married. Yeah. And the whole, I did like the scene where, um, with the reindeer, where she's out, he, he named it Ted. And so the son is, it answers the phone and he, uh, Arnold's character is like, where's your mom? And you talk to your mom. Oh, she's next door petting Ted. Yeah. <laughs> and talking mm-hmm. about the reindeer. Right. Not the actual next door neighbor. And it. it's just like, oh man, that would not fly today in any movie. Yeah, that was kind of funny. I, I, I did I did kind of catch with the reindeer though. I was like, okay, this seems very Brian-esque because it's like he loves working with animals, he told us. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to catch like different parts of the scenes when it was actually a fake one because you know that it wasn't the whole time so I was it was kind of funny like catching those little bits where I'm like okay yeah that's that's a puppet that's nope nope yeah oh yeah that's somebody in a suit Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but like I said this you know watching this Christmas time like really does remind me of going out Christmas shopping and the the craziness that it used yeah, to be. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you remember the 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s, of like where we actually had to go out shopping for our stuff? There wasn't online shopping yet. Like, that's insane to think yeah, about. Yeah, you, you were literally waiting in lines for hours. Like, people were lining up. So I've got, like, for me personally, I've got when, in the the Black Friday mm-hmm. the sales and everything. I've got two separate like experiences in my mind. <laughs> I have going like with my mom and going to a few stores. And this was probably early 2000s. Because I remember waking up one, one the Friday after Thanksgiving and being like, where the hell is everybody? And I didn't realize that they were out shopping. But that kind of is my early on Black Friday stuff. But then in the, what was it? I think it was like 2012, 13, oh. I started working at Kohl's. 
And we would always have to work. Like I started as this seasonal and I started a few weeks before black Friday and it was a, okay, when can you work? I was like, you know what? I'll work the first shift. Cause you had to either, you had to work one of two shifts. Right. I was like, I'll work the first shift. I'll, I'll do the first shift. And even then it was still, cause it, it was still crazy. Mm-hmm. Like people yeah. lining up, the line was insane still. And as soon as the doors open, everybody running in and like running to just specific items, grabbing it and then coming up to the the register. Yeah, it's... I don't remember any instances of being out where it was like crazy, crazy, like how this movie portrayed or how I've heard other people say they've encountered like just running and running over people and just just mayhem. I don't remember doing mm-hmm. that. Like I and I know that we did some last minute Christmas shopping or Black Friday shopping, mm-hmm. but kind of the same with you, which is funny. I started working at Target in 2012, right before Black Friday. So I did that first shift. So I was there to to be around all that chaos. And it was still pretty hectic like 10 years ago, which is interesting yeah. to think about. But I know that now from what I've heard, it's, it's really died down. Like people really just oh. aren't going out as much. I had a doctor's appointment on Black Friday this year. And I went, that was like an 8 a.m. appointment, first appointment available. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go get that mm. out of the way. Where, where my doctor was, it was close to a Target. Mm. And I needed to get a few things. I don't remember exactly what I was needing to get, but I needed to get a few things. So I was like screw it. Like I, I need to get stuff from a store like target, not just a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And so I went in was first bad. off the park, the parking lot was practically empty and they actually had people at the registers. And I went up to a guy and I, I had like one person in front of me and I was like, Oh, so has it been kind of busy or everything he's like no not yet it really hasn't and I'm like interesting see that's crazy because it's online shopping like online shopping has taken over the well, world not just not just that but there aren't sales like there used they to aren't. be yeah like people now or I don't know sales. how much yeah I don't know how much of this was staged and everything but I don't know if you saw on Instagram people going to stores like Walmart and Target mm-hmm for their black Friday sales, lifting up the damn things. And it was mm-hmm. the exact same price that it right. normally was. Oh yeah. they. I think they were doing that years ago too. And that's, they just put a sale sign on. And I mean, even not a, a non black Friday. Yeah. It would just be like, Oh, it's on sale, but it's just, it really is. It's not really. <laughs> okay. So here's my question to you, because I okay. feel like you're, you enjoy that whole action side of things would you have watched that turbo man show no <laughs> okay good i'm like what is this cheesy shit <laughs> no so i did watch power rangers which is very similar in that yeah. sense but it i feel had more of like an actual human aspect to it mm-hmm. uh but not no i would not have watched turbo man 
But I think also it was because I like the action things, but there had to be a female aspect in it usually of some mm-hmm. sort, mm-hmm. like in Power Rangers. Right. Um, yeah, the pink, pink and yellow, pink and the yellow Rangers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Turtles obviously had April. I mean, there's always most of what I, with the exception of Three Ninjas, honestly, looking back at pretty much everything that was geared towards younger males and stuff mm-hmm. that I watched that I actually enjoyed had a female aspect to it too still Mm. I feel like if they were going to remake this in any sense I feel like what they would need to do is um for Howard's character he wouldn't be shopping for a son he'd be shopping for a daughter and that I feel like would make more of an inclusion of like the you know the boys and the girls would both want to watch the movie you know what I mean because it would still have all the same like action and being goofy Mm -hmm. and then he would have Sinbad's character, you know, he could still be kind of that more male looking for somebody, whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I, that that is one thing about the movie that I think is prob- probably why I didn't gravitate it towards it as much as that it just, there was no females besides the wife who was like getting hit on by- Constantly. Like, ugh, I would have been like, ugh, like. Yeah. <laughs> Or yeah. it could have been instead of Howard, it could have been the wife being the one going to go out. find you know, the son. Like changing joy. it up in some sense. I feel like that could have been really cool. Yeah. One thing that I found like little cameo that I found that was funny was, and I forgot what his name is, but um, I always remember him as being the principal from Sabrina when they were when they went to the radio station. And oh yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah martin mole martin yes yeah Yeah. i love him he's so cool yeah yeah no i loved how like he had like the super long hair and everything and it was yeah no i i i did find it funny with sinbad's character the acting (laughs) acting like he had a bomb lord knows that that would not think that was gonna really turn into like (laughs) yeah actually like, being something yeah. yeah he's like oh crap it really was like now, did oh, you did you like Sinbad in this role like I for me I just thought that and I couldn't I was trying to picture who else I would see in that role I couldn't really place anything but I didn't so like my, the, I just didn't like the way he was basically like yelling all of his lines. I'm like, it could have been a better yeah. way for delivery. That and honestly, I feel like there was for me personally, I think it might have been more interesting if the other parent had been the neighbor who was trying to get as opposed to some random as opposed to almost having like a there was almost a few too many things yeah and i think that might have been part of why this didn't necessarily go over so well because you've got the whole husband wife dynamic that seems to be falling apart because he's not he's way too focused on his job and everything and and then there's the wife and the neighbor mm-hmm. and then there's 
the husband and the neighbor and the husband and this random guy and you're just you're you're kind of trying to but yeah that's true I I think I think that might have been a little that might have been a little bit more interesting in that sense but I mean I get it because it's like okay out trying to find this toy and this neighbor who seems to be perfect is already secured one and is not having to do these last minute things so maybe that's that's where they were going with that but like I said I think I feel like it was a little too back and forth because it would have been it would have been good like I think it would have been more entertaining to have um Ted's character be the villain at the parade yeah see I agree because then it would have like if he was still trying to like hit on his wife and stuff it all would have kind of tied together in a sense to where Mm -hmm. you know for sure you're gonna because the movie almost had like two villains with yeah that's what I'm saying yeah Yeah. so you're right so it was it was that is very that is very strange that I think about it like that's that's crazy for a movie to to have two. yeah so that's that's I think where I think for the audience it was a little too much for the for the audience that was geared towards at the time um could have done without honestly could have probably done without that whole neighbor storyline if with Sinbad but I um, in there yeah I mean I get that but that's also kind of like then what would they have done with the wife like that was which is kind of shitty though because they wouldn't have done something like that today because you don't want the wife to only be used as somebody that's getting hit on by some creepy neighbor Mm -hmm. but they would have had to rework that whole thing because if he wasn't involved honestly the wife would have have been involved at all like you would have never seen her there probably would have been more mother son or mother child or another wife hanging out with her like making cookies and doing stuff yeah. like this, and bringing her kid over instead of this creepy guy it could have just been like yeah neighbor, the neighbor's wife or whatever that could have yeah worked. yeah but... I would have probably liked that situation better yeah I don't know yeah. one thing though that I did like about this movie because if we're gonna tie it into Mary Kate and Ashley is that they <laughs> were at the Mall of America which I have always like because of them, I have always wanted to go to the Mall of America. Like, that's always been one of my dreams, like, growing up. I'm like, it just looks so freaking cool. Like, <laughs> so I haven't been in. I've been probably, to the Mall of America? I have. No. I've been twice. Oh because you gotta, th- you gotta think about it. It's, um, and so Kansas, Minnesota, it was seven six seven hour drive I think it was and I'd gone once with my parents just as a random like spring break we weren't really doing Mm -hmm. anything um so we decided to go up there for a couple for a couple of days it is exhausting because of how big it is like literally we we were it was just exhausting um (laughs) and then the next time I went was uh what was it 2008 yeah 2008 we were um I was in Minnesota for 
a concert um, for a band called Push Play. Mm. And so it was me, my mom, and then two other girls who were traveling with us. Um, we were street team leaders for push play mm. for Midwest. And so we were hitting their last three legs of the, of that tour, which was green Bay. Then what was it? St. Paul. Yeah. St. Paul, which is literally like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like winter park Rosemont type of deal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we were, we had, a couple hours to kill and so we kind of were like why don't we go to the mall for half an hour 20 minutes like half an hour hour so we did um it was actually interesting uh I don't know if you ever listened to the Delilah show Mm -hmm. on the radio oh yeah she was there oh cool signing we didn't meet her or anything we did see um her in the little area that Aww. had been like from Mary Kate Ashley's and everything and I was like okay so that's where it was because we had somehow missed that entire spot in my first go around at the mall it is definitely I, I I don't know if it's still that same way uh my husband was there a couple years ago mm. when he was he was traveling for work and everything and they still have some of the the roller coasters and everything oh, really? yeah so Dang. i it's one of those things where i don't think about it like you, you saying you you've never been and everything and it's i'm just it's like wait what it's like oh wait that's right like orlando mm-hmm. minneapolis like that's yeah that's it's not like it and it just Which seemed it, to be like the place that so many celebs yeah. and music artists and stuff would gravitate towards growing up. Yeah. So that's why it was just like Mall of America. I got to go to Mall of America. I never made oh it. Oh my but gosh. I, yeah. That's- yeah. No, that was the same way with me. Like I, I don't know how many times I'd asked. And I think one of the times that Mary Kay and Ashley were actually scheduled to be up there, it was like posted on their website mm. and I had begged and begged and begged. <laughs> But my parents were like, April 1st off, I think they were supposed to be up there. I think it was supposed to be like winter or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's north. Second off, do you know how crowded that's going to be? Like, you probably oh wouldn't get the, even get to meet them. And so, like, I, I think they, like, distracted me with something else to right. do, which... <laughs> Yeah, which was fresh. It's frustrating thinking about it now, since there's probably never going to be another right. opportunity. Yeah, but, yeah. no, but I, I know. It kind of like think about that, like that nostalgic aspect of malls. It's, it's kind of dead now. Like no one goes to malls. Like when was the last time you've been to a mall and like really just walked around and shopped and stuff? You would, you just, you don't do that really that much anymore. The Saturday after Black, the Saturday so, after Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> actually we were just we were literally just at the mall on sunday sunday was it sunday or saturday christmas shopping there um we did a little bit of i've actually got to freaking go back tomorrow because i got in uh a dress and it beeped when we left and they looked at it and they're like oh well oh it's probably something in one of your other bags got home no the damn tag was still on it 
And it's not one that's an easy one. And I'm not going to, I don't have the patience to go on and see the different hacks to getting it off and everything. Plus I just, knowing me, I would ruin the outfit. And need to return this. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm Uh, literally like, I have my bag behind me to remember to take it tomorrow. I'm going to have to put it in my backpack. I just feel like most of the malls are, they're kind of closing down. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. But I, I do miss kind of that feeling of going to the mall. Like I remember shopping for Christmas stuff there and like you would go Mm -hmm. to Macy's or JCPenney's or whatever like store that you needed to get gifts for random people. And it just, Santa was always there. Yeah. Now it's just online. You just online everything. Which I like the fact that it takes two seconds to order something online. However, I hate, I hate getting clothes, anything in regards to like something to wear. Yeah, that is the one good thing about malls. You can still try them on. You, you know how freaking women's clothes that are? Like They're especially pants. Yeah, you can't especially find pants. one that fits the same as the next. It's no. fucking annoying. It's ridiculous. And so... <laughs> okay one I other regular malls yeah one other aspect that because we mentioned this in grandmother i hope you caught this but there was a ball pit scene and i thought it was fucking hilarious because i'm like okay this is the reaction you should have when there's a grown man in a ball pit like yes was correct exactly <laughs> that no yeah that is that is the reaction that should be if a grown man is in a ball pit like what the fuck are you doing here this there's no reason for that none at all like if you truly want to be get into a ball pit and you are a grown adult whether you are male or fucking female make one your damn self buy an inflatable pool there you go. Blow it up. Throw balls in it. I've seen people do that for their dogs. Like they'll mm-hmm. buy like a small pool and put a bunch of. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like if you're a grown adult and you want to get a damn ball pit, just create your own. Exactly. Don't go that to a damn not child's play area. You have your chance being a child. Exactly. Now you need to stay out of the child yeah. zone. <laughs> yeah oh yeah there was just a lot of chaos and like unless I got confused on the timeline this all played out like literally Christmas Eve Christmas Day right like that was the whole this all happened like on one day like all this nonsense and this so with the exception <laughs> of the parade right I know th- the Christmas? parade was Christmas Eve what the, how like this whole day was this entire day so it starts off with um it starts off a few That's... weeks before christmas so and... him so him going to the store and first meeting sinbad that was a couple weeks before no that was the morning of christmas eve okay that's what i thought but like the the um the beginning where he missed his son's uh, karate thing that was like a couple weeks before yeah like the beginning of the movie yeah okay but that but, but then, then everything after that was the day before christmas eve and christmas eve that just 
And I think that's also part of what what there were some issues with was that there was like how the first off how the hell is all this being like supposed to be a single day Mm -hmm. but it's also like you're you're missing out on the holidays with your family because you're just out for like two days straight trying to find this one toy for Mm -hmm. your kid I mean like I say that but I also get it because I feel like that's how how it was growing up back then like parents were like if dead said like if there was something you needed and you didn't end up getting it in time like you would be mm-hmm. out trying to find it until last minute but it does kind of oh, suck yeah. for like the son's sake because his father wasn't really around for like doing all that Christmassy stuff beforehand and missing some of his things yeah because like we like we discussed my 1994 Christmas was <laughs> The one where I was adamant about having the movie, The Three Musketeers, and they got it for me and then being devastated because it was a blank tape. Right. And so I don't know if it would have been better if I just didn't have it. Yeah. Honestly, in a situation like that, it's like, okay, yeah, you didn't get it. Okay. All right. As, a, as an adult, you can look back and you would say like, oh yeah, I would rather have had some other family time instead of being upset about that tape, you know, and it's kind of like- But as a three-year-old. Right. You yeah. want that tape. And I, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's kind of how it probably would have been for the son. Like he wanted the Turbo Man and he probably mm-hmm. would have been- upset not having it he would have been yeah. fine but of course as parents you want to yeah. try to get him the one thing he really wanted and lucky him it all worked out in the end yeah <laughs> now kids cover your ears because we gotta discuss a, a little bit on the uh santa portion of uh christmas <laughs> so this is this is the fair warning parents <laughs> If you need to put the kids to bed, give them something else to give them TikTok, something. So talking about the boy had asked Santa for Turbo Man. Mm -hmm. What is your take on, as an adult, how you, I mean, obviously neither of us have kids, at least none that we know of. I've not, I've not given birth. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, not, nothing coming out of me. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of talk about people doing the bigger things from Santa, like the, like the consoles and the big electronics mm. and stuff like that. How that is hard for parents who aren't able to give as much because they're having to do like clothes or something a little bit more subtle Mm -hmm. from Santa to make it more from Santa. So what, what's your take on that? I'm curious. Like, do you, do you think it's, it would be since, since there's this whole wokeness and everything, I mean, I admit it like growing up, before the realization of Santa, it sucked because we we didn't have buku bucks or anything. My parents uh-huh. did the best that they could. And they always tried to make sure that we got something. 
that we really wanted. And, but most of the time, like the clothes and there would be clothes and stuff mm-hmm. from Santa or like smaller, like VCR tapes or something mm, of that sort. Okay. Not, not things that were huge. Mm. And then it was like going to school after Christmas break. Oh, well, Santa got me this. And it's like, okay, oh. then why did I only get this? And so what's what's your take on that? What did your parents did you grow up with Santa like getting mm-hmm. gifts from Santa? Because I know some people don't. Right. Um off the get-go. Yes. So definitely a Santa household. And mm-hmm. I will have to say we were one of those families that my parents did put aside all of the bigger, more elaborate gifts as the Santa gifts. Um, and the one way I know why that was is because I discovered that there was no Santa because I went snooping one day and found one of my gifts that I was going to be getting. It was like a I forgot what it was. It was something big. I think it was like a saddle or something like for my horse mm-hmm. or something. And so I'm like, oh, wow, I'm going to be getting that. And so then we like opened all of the gifts from our parents. And I'm because we usually did that like the, the day before or something. We would okay. like open our um, gifts from our parents. And then I'm like, well, I saw that one gift in the closet. It's not in all this. What the fuck? And so then the next morning when we got all the Santa gifts, there it was. And I'm like, um someone needs to explain this this is not right so then of course I had ruined the whole Santa thing but that's how I knew and yeah and and I'm thinking about it now I didn't really put those together about how other kids may have had different experiences with Santa and maybe why their gifts weren't as big or whatever I don't know why my parents did it the way they did but Mm-hmm. that's the only thing I can think of is that they saved those more exciting gifts that we wanted or maybe we wrote Santa or told Santa hey we want these certain things and so they made sure those ones for sure got set aside for that but yeah it is that whole that whole thing is just weird with the whole Santa thing like thinking about it yeah. as well, you're like why do we live in that Where... why yeah and... who does it benefit it, it really puts the parents it, through it, so much stress. It, stress it benefits corporations. Oh, right. And that's what this whole movie that's... is about. It's like the commercial mm-hmm. commercialization of Christmas and how it's like you have to get all these gifts and you have to do this and it's like bye bye bye. Yeah. And it's a bunch of bullshit. It's like honestly, at this point in my life, I don't want like I, I really, because, and that's the thing, like, my husband and I, we, if we want or need something throughout the year, we get it. Mm-hmm. It's not a, we wait, we wait. I mean, like, if we need to, like, save up or whatever, because if it's a bigger purchase. Right. But we get it. Or, I mean, a lot of the times we'll do, like, we'll do uh from from like thanksgiving to christmas any of our bigger purchases early christmas gift yeah early christmas gift. exactly it's like, <laughs> but but we're also because of the fact that it's not we don't have that anticipation excitement for christmas morning mm-hmm. 
there's no reason for us to really wrap it, put it away, hold off on touching it for six weeks or whatever the hell it is. Because it just, it just isn't like I, I get as a parent, that's probably, that's part of it. Right. That's part of being a parent is the excitement in your kids mm-hmm. and everything. Um, Cause as a, as a child, I, I was just, I was excited for Christmas. Oh, hell yeah. um, I mean, everybody was, I was, I was the, I was the, <laughs> I was the child that was usually up first, mm-hmm. went through my stocking, yeah. wanted to start sorting the presents. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This whole, don't, don't touch them. <laughs> it would always be like, they'd, my, they'd throw like extra, like my, my parents would put like a little extra, like something to do in my stocking because my oldest brother would have slept until like 1 p.m. <laughs> Obviously, my my mom was usually up the wee hours of the morning wrapping and getting the doing the gifts and everything um, while we were still in that Santa phase. Once we were done with Santa, it was then it was more just wrap as it was done and as it was bought and then put under the tree. Did your um, did your parents wrap with different paper from their gifts versus Santa's gifts because my my mom was very like adamant that she made sure every year it was different because she didn't want us catching on so so I think I think at one point my mom got caught in that I can't I think it was oh, my, bless her heart. One, one of my brothers <laughs> was like hey this paper is the paper series or something like that and but it was like my mom had like ran out of paper and everything, oh, and that was the only one no. left. And so she just she just didn't. I think it was like, oh well, we must have gotten it from the same place or something like that to try to <laughs> keep up with that. But yeah, once once we finish, once we got out of that Santa phase, which I think for me was probably second or third grade, it was early on for me. Like yeah, I was a little bit older. <laughs> it was it was early, on, but I had older brothers, and we were snoopers. We were snoopers. Snooper. Snooper. We were, and it was the same kind of situation. I think it was like I had gone snooping and found something, mm-hmm. and it was this. And we always we for our our Christmas, it was always um, Christmas Eve. We each got to open one gift, mm-hmm. and. Like my mom, who knew like what everything was, would be like, "No, not that one. Oh, you can do yeah. that one." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, we—I I, was—I was a snooper. I snooped for birthday. I snooped for Christmas. I was a snooper for gifts. Like, no. The do your parents still ask you what you want for Christmas now? Like, do you still? Yes. Get, do they get upset when you're like, I don't need anything. I can buy it. Like, don't worry about it. Like, do they get upset? Cause my mom gets so upset now that she can't get her kids like Christmas things and there's nothing we want. And she's like, Christmas is ruined. It's not fun anymore. I'm like, sorry, mom. But like, I'm an adult. So, <laughs> there will be a few things. Like if there's something that is want or need that's it's kind of on that back burner that mm-hmm. just isn't isn't a priority but would it but would like to have it right i'll i'll give suggestions but i honestly i've i've because i've told my mom for the last few years it's like honestly 
gift cards or yeah. cash. I know it's not fun, but it'll I mean, get, that's, it'll get me by. It'll, that will do more for me than something that's not going to get used. Right. But, and it's taken a little while, but my parents, like my, my dad's just like, here's some cash. Yeah, my dad's <laughs> go get, the same way. Go get what, <laughs> go get what you want and everything. Um, my mom's a little bit more likes, she likes to still shop for mm-hmm. it and find things. Um, I usually will just, I, yeah, I've, I've told her, I'm like, listen, this this is just especially with how the the way the world is right now like number one I can't even I can't even think of something that I truly want I know it's crazy Alex and I are so much more about experiences now Mm -hmm. instead of material things and so I'm I mean that's it's one of those where it's like okay well tickets to something Sure, mm. but tickets to some some of the stuff is outrageous. Like I have to, I have to wait to like buy because I'm like waiting for things to go down. Like especially, especially with how like concert tickets and um, game tickets are. Like they start high mm-hmm. and everything, and then as it gets closer to the day, they start to lower because people are like, mm-hmm. I want to get rid of these. I don't want to. I want to make something. Yeah, that's kind of like my mom. She bought us all tickets to like a little comedy thing for um, some of the people that I don't know. Did you ever watch Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. So there's a couple of the guys from that that are they're doing a thing um, in January. So she bought tickets and and then oh, I feel so bad because then the next day was Black Friday and they had a discount for the tickets and I'm like oh no you already bought them full price oh I felt so bad but like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's I mean like that's that's for me like something that would be Mm -hmm. more enjoyable right of course and I, I know it sucks but it's also I mean we don't go home for the holidays Mm -hmm. it's usually just a phone call yeah because Kansas and Texas are a ways away and shit ain't cheap. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's the realistic part about being an adult. Like sometimes you can get your opportunities to go back home, but sometimes it's just like, Hey, it's just going to be Christmas at home by yourself or with your husband, wife, whatever. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And just kind of. And I think, I think there needs to be less, like the stigma of people spending yeah holidays away from family i get it you want to be like it's supposed to be where you enjoy family but it's also 64 other days of the year that you can see your family so i hate that it's just like so why is why is these days the only time like and for family to reach out right that's where i'm at too it's like okay you're one phone call a year (laughs) Like, yeah so why sad. can't i why can't why can't you reach out another day 
mm-hmm. a random Tuesday or something. And, and that's more special. That means more. To yeah. you. If you think about it to your dad or your mom or just anybody, like if you just show up or if you just randomly call, like that means so much more to them than like mm-hmm. only talking to them or seeing them on Christmas or only sending them something on Christmas. Like it just, that's to me that from what I've gotten from like my own parents, they enjoy more of that all year communication or yeah. that random whenever hey checking in how you doing like not waiting until christmas to say merry christmas yeah. like it's just that's uh, yeah. everything that and they've that's... done for us growing up i feel like that's the least what we should do and that's why like yes i mean i'll talk to i'll talk to my parents and everything on christmas but i mean we it's just a it's just a another day it is mm-hmm. it is it's like it's it's just another day new year yeah. is right around the corner it's just another year uh, yeah <laughs> goodness gracious yeah uh, bah humbug bah humbug that's for sure oh if that's all for you i think that's all we've got for turbo time i think so. that is all we've got so, so Merry Christmas, everyone. Hope you enjoyed Christmas. these special bonus episodes and hear from 90s Noise. We will see you all next year, motherfuckers. Peace out. <laughs>